Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. The following content is not suitable for children. George, you have emphasized to me the difficulty that men feel about having ED or erectile dysfunction. More than anything I've learned in the podcast from you is just how sensitive they feel, how much humiliation there is for them. And it has changed my work. I mean, I ask more. I understand more. So let's talk about ED. All right. Welcome to Foreplay Radio, Couples and Sex Therapy. I'm Lori Watson, your sex therapist. And I'm George Fallon, your couples therapist. And we are passionate about talking about sex and helping you develop a way to talk to each other. Our mission is to help our audience develop a healthier relationship to sex that integrates the mind, the heart, and the body. So what's up in your world, man? Just did a little hiking this weekend, which uh, reminded me I'm getting older. <laughs> I never had to take a couple of breaks climbing a mountain, but I guess that's a side of things to come. Yeah. How about you? Yeah, I, we had house guests. Uh, everybody was vaccinated, and it was really fun. One of my best friends and a friend of Derek's came, and we hike in a state park here, Umstead, which is just acres and acres of natural North Carolina property and it's just beautiful and so we hiked yeah we we got lost we we took a wrong turn and my girlfriend had to get to the airport so it was this stressful thing like where are we and one of the guys starts jogging ahead i'm like oh my gosh he doesn't know where we're going and he doesn't know the park and so he got lost it was crazy hmm. couldn't find the car Whew. but it was a good hike and it was lovely out there awesome Great there hiking. is nothing like this I was with one of my sons and my wife and, you know, we, he was complaining the whole time. Oh, we there? Yeah. Should we turn oh, around? No. It was pretty funny, but you know, we get to the top and it's just all these forests and all of a sudden you get to the top of the mountain, the whole thing clears and it opens up and the views Ugh. are just like breathtaking. It's like, this is why we kept going. Yeah. Right? It just to yeah. kind of sit up there and just be part of that is really magical. Oh, that's great. I know. We had friends who hiked the Appalachian Trail every summer, and they said their kids would, like, throw their backpacks down and pound the ground. I'm not going forward. I'm not going forward. And they would just keep going. I don't know how they did it every summer, but they said all year long, all their kids talked about was being on the trail. You know, sometimes. You, exactly. Sometimes you it was a great it parenting it. moment when my son I was like, I, because I knew he was in a rush to get back. I was like, let's go. He's like, no, dad, let's stay up here a couple more minutes. Oh. <laughs> right. So there was something about that, that moment that for him too was, I think, pretty special. Big win. That's great. Big win. That's great. We need to take whatever wins we can. Right, Lori? Absolutely. Wins the losses here. Now let's get to erectile dysfunction. <laughs> okay. So, you know, let's start off. What is it? So erectile dysfunction, or ED, is basically when a man's erection fails or he can't hold on to it when he wants it. Sometimes men have ED before they even can penetrate, you know, before they just can't get aroused. They have ED that they can't get an erection, period. 
or maybe just at the point of penetration, they lose their erection, or maybe while they're inside their partner, they, they got in fine, they're hard, but something happens and then they lose their erection. Right. So at any point, we consider it ED. And there's a lot of different causes for it. I mean, it could just be anxiety. And obviously, that's the one that sex therapy really focuses on and can do the most good in helping fix. And I would say even if there's another medical cause or physiological cause, like there's valve problems. When men age, their valves don't shut quite as tightly sometimes. And so there's a little Mm -hmm. leakage. And so they don't have as hard of an erection medications, blood pressure medicine, you know, Mm. that's a killer Mm. for erections. An erection is a hydraulic event, right? It's blood flow into the penis. And so if you're trying to lower the blood pressure, I mean, you're you're just almost absolutely going to impact erections. And then there's surgery, like prostate surgeries that can impact your erection. Yeah. And so this is a really big problem. Prostate cancer is pretty common and almost all the techniques that attack the cancer, surgery, radiation therapy, almost all of them have an impact on the nerves that impact erection. And doctors don't talk about that as much. So, you know, obviously men know that this is a problem and it's part of the fear of prostate cancer, even though that's usually very curable. The cure often men lose their erections. And so, you know, a lot of fear in that. I will say there's a new treatment that I have a lot of hope for. They've learned to use ultrasound on just the cancer and it spares the nerves in a new way. They're showing great results with nerve sparing treatment that allows a man to become cancer free and keep his erections. And so so important, men, you have to have a digital exam every year. I know it's uncomfortable. I know men hate to have that exam, but you absolutely have to have it every year and Mm. your PSA blood checked every single year. So make sure you get that because it's important to get this early. So, you know, potentially the earlier treatments are less problematic for erections. Right. So that, I mean, those are the causes um, I, I would kind of like us to talk about the anxiety piece and what men can do about it. But I, I would say truly, you've really changed the way I think about it. I think as a woman, I'm just not as aware of the humiliation that men feel about this. I, I think there's so many workarounds. It's like, ah, you know, no big deal. You just go a little longer. You use more stimulation or, or it's not his night and, you know, no big deal, right? Maybe they focus on her. I mean, I think, you know, I have in my scope a lot of flexibility of, you know, what constitutes a good sexual event. But for men, Mm -hmm. you know, if they lose their erection, kind of game over. Or if they can't get an erection, you've even in role plays, you've talked about how that means if he doesn't feel arousal, he doesn't feel desire. Mm -hmm. Well, I would love for the pornography industry to show a film of a man losing his erection. How healthy would that be? <laughs> right? That's what do you do? 
right? Again, we don't see anything like it. So every man that experiences it is dealing with it in total isolation by himself with his mm-hmm. own brain to make sense of it. And it's usually doesn't go to a good place, right? Mm-hmm. It's going to go to a place of feeling like a failure, feeling inadequate, not feeling manly. I mean, mm-hmm. and if that was the end of it, just the trauma of that, that would be bad enough, but it's a gift that keeps on giving. It's like in the next sexual episode, it's a shadow that's lingering now. Now you got to worry about that happening again, right? So it, it is a, takes a nasty toll on men. And we wonder why they become so penis focused when everything's focused on their erection or are they going to lose it or not lose it? And again, the, we know pressure is only going to make this problem worse. And yet so many men are totally set up for a pressure intense pressure-filled episode. You are so right. And I, of course, the porn industry is not going to show that. Why not? Somebody could show that. Yeah, but the porn industry makes it worse, right? Because it's all about men having big erections, long-lasting erections, which, you know, you got to think about those are clips too. I mean, men don't last that long. Women couldn't take it if men lasted that long. Listen, I think this could be a bestseller out there. Somebody, listen, if you made a real film around somebody losing their erection and what they could do about it, I think everybody would like to see something like that. (laughs) Maybe, (laughs) maybe. Uh, Not everybody, but enough to make it a bestseller, right? But you said the shadow of having lost your erection creates more anxiety, right? And if anxiety is one of the things that causes erectile dysfunction, then a first-time event, you know, men start to feel anxious. Can I just say that it is normal to lose your erection every once in a while? That is Mm. totally normal. And I think men are unprepared for that. So, of course, it creates a lot of anxiety. And as men age, it's normal to need more stimulation to get an erection. You know, I think men are so used to their body working without any stimulation. And to be honest, right, women are used to that, too. They think it's unfortunately about their attractiveness. You know, if he doesn't have an instant erection, he's not finding me attractive. And it's like he may just need more stimulation. So it is a big setup between couples for misunderstanding and problems. I think the humiliation about when it happens and him turning away in bed, you know, getting out of the bed. Okay, not my night. Forget about it. And she's like, well, what about me? Or just the loss of their connection. You know, he's feeling, Mm. he's in shame and feeling the desire to just kind of go away and hole up. And she's like, what's happening? Why are you leaving me? Can't we still be together? There's just a big problem of disconnection that we want to help couples with. Exactly. So let's talk more about this disconnection when we come back. Okay. Had a patient tell me the other day, uberlube.com with the coupon foreplay. They bought some and they said, you were right, Lori. It is the best. Way better than what they had been using before because scent-free, taste-free. There's no sticky residue, which is so important. It doesn't get gummy. It doesn't create that friction that some of the lubricants out there do. It leaves you feeling soft and silky. It uses high-grade silicone with a little bit of vitamin E. You can switch from 
oral sex to intercourse. You can use it with touching. I highly recommend it during foreplay. Makes her feel better, makes him feel good. I mean, it's a better touch. And you know, when thousands of doctors, sex therapists, and clients are all agreeing and recommending the same thing, you're onto something. Exactly. So, uberlube.com with the coupon foreplay for 10% off. So, we're talking about this disconnection. And if we lean into the, the, the male's experience for a second here, the worst part is not it not working. It's the how they make sense of it not working that really creates the problem. So you're describing a really healthy perspective that says this happens. We know 10% of sexual acts are somewhat disappointing. Like this mm-hmm. is par for the course for every couple out there. Mm-hmm. But if you see that as just normal and not a big deal, then it's fine. But that's not where most men go. Most men go, how they make sense of it is, there's something wrong with me. Mm. I've failed. I am less of a man. I am not performing. I am not producing. Therefore, I am less than, right? And when these tapes start to play, what also is so bad is they they have no experience being able to talk about these places in themselves. Mm. So not only do they have these bad feelings, but now the avoidance kicks in to really weather those storms on their own. So, you know, their partner is like no big deal. But meanwhile, that man's going off into really a, a hell, mm-hmm. right? They're going into a place of feeling bad about themselves, feeling like a failure, inadequate, and they're hiding it all. Mm-hmm. And now they're, so step two is the hiding it. And then step three is the fear that it's going to come back and get you again. <laughs> so you, you can see how much pressure this is going to create inside that man's inner world. Yeah, Absolutely. Erections are so tied into the way a man perceives himself as masculine. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just part and parcel of the same thing. And so if he's losing his erection, is he a man? You know, he's, he must be asking himself that stuff. Do you think, I don't know if you've heard men talk about this, but do you think it's worse when it happens? Is it like worse if it ha- he can't get an erection or is it worse that you know, right as he's penetrating it, he loses it, or if he's inside and then he maybe has a different thought and he loses it. I mean, it's it's all bad. <laughs> it's all bad. Okay. You're just you're just measuring different degrees of bad. You know, <laughs> yeah, I am. if you can't get it started, that feels really bad. Ugh. But you know, it's it's you know when you're. Then trying to penetrate it, the act of penetration, it don't work. That's, that's, that's really bad too, mm-hmm. you know? And then when, you know, you're having intercourse and it just kind of conks out on your, that's, you know, that's, that's, I mean, they're all bad. They're <laughs> so all bad. bad, bad, and more bad. Bad, bad, and worse. And <laughs> I'm getting depressed here. Oh. But, you know, what also makes it complicated is then when the, the, a lot of these men masturbate, they don't have any of these problems because they right. don't have the pressure, right? right? So they got a short thing, they're watching some pornography, everything's working, they, you know, have control, they're relaxed, they kind of it, orgasm and it's like, it, it works fine. Yeah. Which then means more pressure once they go back to the actually act with their partner. Then with their, with their partner, they're thinking about their penis the whole time. So all those things we've been preaching, right, about being in your body, being emotionally attached, spiritual, all that stuff gets thrown out the window. And we wonder why it doesn't work. I mean, it's like a math equation. These numbers can't work, mm-hmm. right? When you got all this pressure, all this fear, you're not relaxed. You know, it's just not, you know, it, it, it's, wah, wah. 
<laughs> George just demoed with his finger what it looks like. Got it. Got it. So this is not best sex, right? They're they're yes. in their body, not in a they're in their head with anxiety and fear. They're not in their body enjoying sensation. They're not emotionally connected. They go through disconnect. Their spirit, you know, they, they are not feeling some sort of euphoric transcendent experience and their thoughts are telling them they're, they're not a good lover. They're not a man. It's killing them. They're not in the present moment, right? A lot of them are thinking about some pornography clip. They're just thinking about the ejaculation. Mm -hmm. They're using those thoughts to, to hopefully stay hard, to stay stay hard so they can have an orgasm. And it's like, literally they're looking at a target that's in front of them. They're not with themselves or with their partner when this is happening. Right. I think what you said, you know, if they're masturbating and they are hard and they do keep their erection and they do get to ejaculation fairly easily, the problem is that that does by definition mean that their ED is caused by anxiety. So, I mean, that's kind of the good news, bad news, because anxiety we can fix. Valve problems, blood pressure issues, not as easily fixed. So we have to have more compensation in order to get there. But anxiety is something pretty manageable. Yes. And so much of what we're trying to do is to get to reduce the pressure, to head Mm -hmm. towards relaxation. That's the antidote to a lot of these ED problems. That or Viagra. Yeah. And I think Viagra, actually, so this is one thing I do suggest to men, you know, how do they deal with it? Are they going to actively seek a solution? You know, are they going to tell their doctor? First of all, getting a man to a doctor sometimes is a problem. Men, in my experience, have some resistance going to the doctor, you know, let alone calling a sex therapist. That could seem really weird. But I think telling your doctor, look, I'm having occasional ED, when it starts or the first time you feel it, that that is a smart solution. And I think Viagra, if your ED is caused by anxiety, using Viagra is kind of like insurance. And it takes down that anxious piece. Like, okay, mm-hmm. I know if I use Viagra, by and large, I'm going to get there. I mean, to me, there's you know low side effects. Why not just do that? I don't know, men well, is hide there a fear? it. What? I think the fear is that once you go on Viagra, you won't ever be able to go off it. That that's the fear that a lot of men have, that they'll become dependent on the Viagra and they lose their own kind of natural ability to do that. I know you're so, saying yeah, the total yeah. opposite, but I think that's a lot of the fears that men have. Well, I, that's good feedback for me, I guess. You know, it isn't something that's addictive, first of all. And some of what I see is, you know, men start to feel more confident again, and then they don't necessarily need it. And to me, if a guy needs it, let's say he's struggling, you know, why would he just not get up and go take a pill and then work on her for 15 minutes? I mean, Viagra takes about 15 minutes to work. It, it, It isn't usually a half an hour. I mean, he it starts working fairly quickly. So, I mean, I don't know. I had one patient who goes and gets it and feels a lot of shame and transmits that shame to his partner. You know, Mm -hmm. I have to go get it. I have to go, I have to go take a pill. And I'm like, what if he just said, Hey baby, you know, I got to go take a pill. I'll be right back. You know, and just had some energy about it. And, 
you know, he's conveying, right, that he's excited about being with her and he's going to do the thing that he knows works for himself. And that kind of confidence and playfulness, I mean, then both of them are more relaxed. She's not like, did he take his pill? Did he not take his pill? What's going to happen? Are we going into this encounter and he's going to be upset? I mean, I think that freaks out the woman. I agree. It's such a great experiment to see if we take the pressure off, you don't have to worry about the mechanics. Yeah. You know, can you be more confident and relaxed? And, 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 and if that works, then that should translate into the next encounter, the next encounter. Like, what is it like to be present, to not have to be kind of focusing on ah. some fantasy in your brain, to be more in your body, to be more emotionally connected? Like, I think these are, it's a beautiful opportunity to learn new moves. Mm -hmm. So talking to a doctor or going to a sex therapist, I mean, it's, you know, this is something that we deal with all the time in my practice and there are good sex therapy practices throughout the States. Certainly. I mean, I'm, I'm sure throughout the world, but it's, it is something that in terms of anxiety, we can talk the couple through it. Most of the time I suggest that the couple come together. I mean, it's fine if he comes first, explains the problem, you know, maybe some of his fear is worked through again, sex therapy is all talk therapy. And so there's, this is not, any funny business. It's just talk therapy, but it's, it's great because we have so much experience talking men through their anxiety and their fears about it and how to communicate those things to their partner so that the two of them can get on the same page. I mean, it's definitely something to seek and to figure out as a solution. Good stuff. Okay. Let's come back and talk about the vulnerability, what to do about it, how to share it with your partner what the partner needs to give in terms of reassurance in this next section. OMGYES.com. The truth, Lori, of course, is that our pleasure gets better over our lifetime as we learn and discover more and more about what we like and what our partner likes. Oh, yeah. More knowledge makes a great thing even better. Right. I think people believe this myth that they're supposed to know how to do it, how to touch each other. And I think for women, our bodies are so sensitive that we need high attunement. And ohmygodyes.com is where you can actually see real video of women explaining the touch that they need, labeling it so we can speak the same language, and then showing. It is explicit. We know that, but we think it's beautifully done. It's artfully done. And we just encourage you to try ohmygodyes.com with the coupon foreplay so that they know we've sent you there. And therapists as well, if you come to our website, they are offering this product to you free. So please come to our website and figure out how to do that. You need to send them your website and you can get a free membership. I was frustrated that I rarely wanted sex, but I learned there's an FDA-approved pink pill for that. Addy or Phlebanserin is the number one prescribed treatment for premenopausal women bothered by low sex drive. Visit addyi.com and complete your consultation to see if Addy is right for you. Addy is for premenopausal women with a fire generalized hypoactive low sexual desire disorder, HSDD, who have not had problems with low sexual desire in the past and who have low sexual desire no matter the type of sexual activity, the situation, or the sexual partner. The low sexual desire is troubling to them and is not due to a medical or mental health problem, problems in the relationship, or medicine or other drug use. 
Addy is not for use in men or to enhance sexual performance. Your risk of severe low blood pressure and fainting is increased if you drink one to two standard alcoholic drinks close in time to your Addy dose. Wait at least two hours after drinking before taking Addy at bedtime. Your risk of severe low blood pressure and fainting is also increased if you take certain prescription, over-the-counter, or herbal medications or have liver problems. Low blood pressure and fainting can happen when you take Addy, even if you don't drink alcohol or take other medicines. Sleepiness, sometimes serious, can occur. Common side effects include dizziness, nausea, tiredness, difficulty falling asleep or staying asleep, and dry mouth. See full PI, including box warning at addy.com slash PI or call 844-PINK-PILL. Visit addyi.com slash So the vulnerability, Lori, here's the opportunity in erectile dysfunction. This is what I think most men and their partners often don't see. And I, I always want to start off with what is the goal? What is the goal of, of the sex, of the intimacy? Mm. Right? Is it the mm-hmm. orgasm? Mm-hmm. And then I could be part of it. Or is the goal connection to feel closer, mm-hmm. to be part of something bigger than yourself? If the goal is connection, then there's a beautiful opportunity in the ED to kind of come alongside parts of each other that almost never get the light of connection brought into it. Right. So when we think about these men, this is their moment of greatest need. They're feeling like a failure. They're feeling inadequate. They're feeling less than. They're feeling pressure. And yet... They want to hide this because they don't want it to be used against them. They don't want people to see them as less than the Mm. way they're seeing themselves. So their only move is to hide and wait for the storm to pass. Mm -hmm. Think about how different life could be. And if these moments where they feel less than, they could learn to let their partner in and actually face those fears with someone else instead of alone. And this research is crystal clear on this. The way our body responds to fear is qualitatively different if we're alone or we're with somebody else. That is so true. Talk about that some more, George, how the research shows that. Yeah, I mean, co-regulation, which is two nervous systems joining together to face anxiety, is 20 times more effective than self-regulation when you're facing it on your own. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's what these men are doing all the time. They're facing it on their own. And it, it just each time gets more and more and more and more. So yes, we're trying to help men see the value. And we, you can't talk people into it. Their nervous system has to actually experience somebody else with them in that place. Mm-hmm. And, and I would say, you just said it, but I want to emphasize that if this has happened in a pattern, she's anxious too. Mm-hmm. We want them to share this together so that they co-regulate instead of both being alone in their fear about it. Maybe his fear of it's going to happen, she's going to be angry, she's going to be upset, or her fear of, you know, he's going to stop, I'm not going to be fulfilled, he's going to feel bad, I feel bad when he feels bad, is it going to happen again? You know, all of that anxiety building up. So how different could it be if the guy would say something like, you know what, I'm, I'm, I'm a little nervous right now that I'm not, you know, I'm going to lose my erection, mm-hmm. right? He can name that fear and actually say it out loud. Mm. And his partner could be like, it's all right, right? Let me help you relax. If you lose it, it's totally okay. We'll find another way to kind of get that going. But I want you to focus on my boobs right now, <laughs> whatever it is to just kind of like get them. That relaxation is the goal. Mm -hmm. How do they get that partner to focus back in on the connection, back into the kissing, 
back into their body, back into thinking about how important their love is to each other. The right. goal is to connect skin to skin and can speak beautifully to each other in these places. They just need a reminder that the anxiety is not telling the whole story. The anxiety is just giving us a little tunnel vision of what's going on, right? That relaxation is trying to expand that frame. They can start taking in so much more that's actually happening in that room. They just need help to see that. Mm. That is, that is so great. I had a man tell me that his partner told him, you know, I just want you to know, you know, if you have an erection or if you lose your erection, it's not that big a deal to me. It's not a showstopper. You know, we will mm. work it out. We will work out a sex life that is enjoyable and pleasurable for both of us. I just, I don't want you to even think about that. And as we've talked about so many times, most women don't climax through sexual intercourse. So for them, I think if men could take the pressure off themselves thinking, this is the way I perform, it may not be, it, it probably is not the way he performs and gives her the most pleasure and gives her an orgasm. I mean, I'm, I know he wants to have an erection and he wants to have an orgasm that way, but also it turns out that erections and orgasms for men are separate functions. So he can still have an orgasm without an erection, with enough touch and stimulation so he can still have pleasure. I mean, I really think they could work it out if he will begin, like you said, saying, Hey, I, I'm a little fearful here and her responding with, you know, baby, let's, let's do this for a while, you know, a redirect or it's okay. Even if you don't, even if whatever happens, even if your erection fails, I'm glad we're naked together. I'm glad we're doing this. I'm glad we're trying this. I'm, I'm glad to be with you. That's what's most important. Good stuff, Lori. That's, that's why we want to listen to emotions. They're so wise. They tell us what we need. A lot of times with these men, I will lean into their worst fears, right? Catastrophic fears, we call them. So what happens mm. if you can't maintain your erection? What does that mean? Lean into those places. And at its core, it's, I am a failure. Therefore, I'm unlovable. You know, mm. a lot of shame. That, that's the, I'm going to be rejected. I'm I mean, gonna... I deserve the rejection because oh. who I am is unlovable. Oh. That's it at its so worst. So painful. Yeah. Right? And so if we painful. listen to that, it tells us the antidote to failure is even in a worst case scenario, in your worst fear, you're still going to be loved. You're still going to be wanted. Like that's, that's amazing reassurance mm -hmm. to me. And I love that example that you gave where the wife's able to say, it's okay. If you lose your erection, it's still okay. We still going to have a good time with each other. We're still mm -hmm. going to connect with each other. I still would choose you. I still think you're pretty wonderful. Right. And once that pressure starts to be taken off, really good things happen. Yeah. So I, let's I, get back to okay. that goal just for one second, because again, if the goal is just the erection of the orgasm, mm. to me, the goal is so much bigger. The goal is to connect mm -hmm. and you can do that regardless of what happens. And if you're focused on connection, everything else kind of falls into place. But if you focus just on that erection, it actually becomes harder to kind of maintain that erection. So to speak. Yeah. So to speak. <laughs> yeah. So Men have to think of rethink lovemaking, right? Mm. This is about us being together. It's not about my penis and it's not about my penis performance. Do you think that it helps men to realize that most women don't climax that way? Like in partnership, I mean, I've said that to men who have ED and for me saying it, I, I don't really see it resonate. Like 
okay, so it's not all dependent on my erection. You know, yeah. that's supposed to be good news, but they don't seem to take it it's, in as good news. It's like a, a roaring house fire. And your words are like a little water gun squirting into it. I mean, they've had mm. so many thousands of voices saying it's all about the performance. It's all of this is the masculinity. And here comes somebody being nice saying it's not a big deal. It's okay. It's like, it's hard to trust that. Mm. It's not a one-time voice. They need to hear that. It, the story has to change in our own head to recognize, you know, that. And a lot of this is their own self-compassion. They got to learn instead of being so harsh to themselves and saying they're a failure and then hiding themselves so they never get any empathy to recognize they have to stand up for themselves in a different way. Mm -hmm. If they want to work towards relaxation, it, it, it makes sense to talk about their fear. There's not strength in hiding the fears. There's strength in courage and sharing their fears. And mm -hmm. to me, that's the pivotal shifting point for a man to see that they want to engage and to share their vulnerability, not for their partner's sake but for their own sake because their life will be more enriched in doing it right and the, the the secrets out the fear is out we know that when we reveal things there's an opportunity for light and when you're hiding in shame in the darkness you're all alone and bringing it to your partner i think a good opportunity for the two people to comfort each other so but wow what a tough conversation especially if there's been anger over it I have a couple that I work with regularly and, you know, he thinks it's all about his erection. And I'm like, you know what, if you would use your words to tell her how beautiful she is, how sexy she is, all the anger would disappear because she's mm. misinterpreting your ED as about her and about your attraction to her. So, I mean, just make it up with your words like, hey, baby, it's it's I'm struggling here, but you're hot. You look great. You know, I want to yes. do you. You know, what else can we do? How can I make, nice. you know, bring you pleasure? And let's just do that for a while. I mean, then focus off his penis. No big deal. But mm -hmm. it's that retreating part of him that just kills it for them. You're trying to pump the gas pedal there, Lori. I love it. And all ED is for a lot of men. It's just the break. That's all anxiety is. It's just something stopping the natural mm -hmm. process. The more they can name that and put it out there, they can free that breakup to kind of have the love life that both of them really crave and deserve. Absolutely. So trust me when I say it's usually not that big a deal to her, especially if you can keep the connection and keep going. Sex isn't over just because your erection may not work that time. You know, you can still have pleasure she can still have pleasure. You can still be a great lover, a great lover without an erection. So thanks. Keep it hot. Call in your questions to the foreplay question voicemail. Dial 833-MY4PLAY. That's 833, the number four, play. And we'll use the questions for our mailbag episodes. All content is for entertainment purposes only and should not be considered as a substitute for therapy by a licensed clinician or as medical advice from a doctor. This podcast is copyrighted by Foreplay Media. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. 
Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.